Boy, does it feel nice to get a win. We recap the Minnesota Wilds 5-2 win over the New York Rangers with great performances by Cam Talbot, the grief line, and we talk about the season pace for Kevin Fiala and Kirill Kaprizov today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever. You listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we recap the 5-2 win for the Minnesota Wild against the New York Rangers with some nifty performances by several members of the Minnesota Wild and great to see the team bounce back, handle some adversity during the game, and respond. We'll also talk today about some crazy pace that Kevin Fiala and Kirill Kaprizov are both on for the Minnesota Wild. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota teams and now the veteran captain of Locked on Wild. Happy to have you along on a victory Wednesday because Minnesota Wild got it done. They beat the New York Rangers by a score of 5-2 to two to snap the uh, little mini losing streak that the team was on, and to take a step, most importantly, in the right direction towards getting back on track and uh, trying to climb a little higher in the standings in the Central Division. Now, right off the bat, because I know, and it's a, it's a valid point, Igor Shosturkin did not play against the Minnesota Wild. He did not start for the Rangers And so right off the bat, you wonder if maybe it would have been a little bit of a different result had uh, Shosturkin been in net as opposed to uh, Gorgiev for the Rangers. Now, I get that. I hear it. I still feel like the way the Wild played, that uh, they were not to be denied in, uh, in this one tonight. And so, you know, you get a lot of elements that have been missing for this wild team over the uh, the last three weeks. The hot start, Wild looked great in the first period, uh, ended up getting a couple of goals to take the early lead. Yes, the Rangers did rally to tie it, including a, uh, a questionable shorthanded goal by the Rangers to tie things up at 2-2. But then the elements that we have not seen recently, a bounce back. The team did not lose their cool, they did not lose their contain, and uh, ended up scoring the final three goals of the game to uh, to take things well in hand. A great goalie performance from Cam Talbot. A power play goal, but crazily enough, no penalties for the Minnesota Wild. And so all of those elements combined with the fact and... You know, again, 
this is just something that, you know, it seems to be an issue here and there, but uh, was was better tonight. Wilds um, had more faceoff wins, 29 wins, 23 losses. Um, after the faceoff drill that uh, Dean Evison had the Wild do at practice, uh, seems to have paid off. And I know it's it's one of those things that it seems like it comes and goes. The Wild win games where they get dominated in the face-off circle. They lose games where they win most of the face-offs. And so just something to uh, keep an eye on um, for the rest of the season. Hopefully this may be a little bit of a help, uh, at least in the short term, for the Wild in that category. But a bounce back, adversity, adversity handled, and uh, the team just it looked much more like the team that we saw at the beginning of the season uh, especially at home, just suffocating the opponents and uh, playing with just the swagger, the flair, all of those elements that were missing over the last 10 games especially. Uh, it seemed like they all came back in uh, in this one against the Rangers. And the Rangers are no slouch, even without Shesterkin in net. The, uh, the Rangers still a very, very good team. They've got dangerous players uh, up and down the roster. We saw Mika uh, Zabinijad, one of their most dangerous, uh, pick up a goal. I mean, you uh, you look at um, at the other pieces that they uh, that they have. Dryden Hunt, not bad himself. He uh, he ends up getting the goal. They've got Adam Fox, who is one of the best defensemen in the NHL. It's still a very good team, even without their uh, potential MVP uh, goalie. In Shesterkin. And so this is a good win for the Wild. It's a step back in the right direction. Now, it means nothing if the Wilds go on the road to take on the Detroit Red Wings. If they go on the road and end up just reverting back to the form that we've seen over this bad stretch. If the Wild do that, then this is just one game in which they were able to uh, kind of get things back towards normal. But you should be able to go into these two games against Detroit and Columbus. Should be able to beat Detroit. Should be able to beat Detroit. Although Detroit is going to be heated after uh, what happened to them at the hands of the Arizona Coyotes. You should still be able to beat them on the road. And then Columbus as well, a team that has uh, very much had a interesting season, to say the least. Um, you should be able to beat them as well. So this stretch, this game, as nice as it was, if the Wilds go back and uh, and do what they have been doing over the last handful of games, it means nothing. So... It was a great bounce back and hopefully a step in the right direction, but you got to turn one step into two and you just, you got to keep building off of it uh, in order to, uh, to kind of get things back on track. So hopefully the wilds can do that. And uh, we'll certainly see when they, uh, they take the ice again on Thursday against the Red Wings. We are going to dive into a several elements of, uh, of what led to this win for the Minnesota Wilds. 
We'll focus on two of them when we come back, Cam Talbot and the Grief Line, as we continue to break down the 5-2 win for the Wild over the Rangers next here on Locked on Wild. The month of March is in full swing, or full spring. And if you're looking for a way to eat a little better and look a little better, Built Bar is here to help. But if you're looking for a new twist on your Built Bar favorites, make sure to give Puffs a try. If you haven't tried them, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And you can get them right now by going to built.com using the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, and again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Make sure for your next listen, to check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts, including yours truly. Locked On Now is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. We saw a couple of nice things in the win against the Rangers. We saw the reuniting of the grief line. And we talk about some of the things that were lacking for the Wilds during this 10-game stretch. And, uh, you know, I, I like to go through after after wins, after losses, and just try to get kind of a temperature of, uh, of what fans are feeling um, after particular games. You know, one of the common themes that I saw um, in the losing streak in the skid portion of the schedule was people pointing to a lack of physicality and a lack of, you know, a lack of size, a lack of just aggression by this Minnesota Wild team against their opponents. Enter Jordan Greenway. And Greenway back in the lineup did a couple of things for the Wild. Number one, it gave them size and physicality that they were lacking um, heading into this game, but it also gave the Wild that wrecking ball line that they can rely on to focus on the opponent's top line. And so if you're looking at kind of the game breaker or something to, you know, just throw an opponent off their game, uh, that grief line has been so good at it um, all season. And it just, it continued against the Rangers. They have, I believe, only surrendered one goal in regulation so far this season. And, you know, the the combination of Marcus Foligno being physical, Jordan Greenway being big and physical, and Jewel Erickson Eck being a, uh, a great center that, uh, that also can, you know, really pester his opponents. It's just, it's a line that just prides themselves on getting under the skin of the opponent and, um, and forcing them into mistakes, forcing them into penalties, and just being that line that everybody hates to play. But, uh, but they can focus on that role, and then you don't have to worry about, you know, Kirill Kaprizov's line having to, uh, to play a little defense. You then are able to have them focus on, uh, on getting you the goals. And the Fiala line 
Have them focus on getting you the goals. And so getting that line back was a huge reason that the Wild have struggled, especially defensively. You know, there were still some lapses in the in the game, certainly, and there are going to be lapses in every game the rest of the season. It's not going to be perfect, but having that line to be able to kind of feed off that defense and give that defense some energy, that uh, that certainly was a missing piece for the uh, the Wild over these last 10 games. And you know, we flip it to the goaltending, Cam Talbot with a uh, a nice performance against a Rangers team that was coming in you know, having uh, played very well, they were eight. I think it was eight, two, and one in their uh, their last eleven games. So obviously playing great, and the Wild did him a huge amount of favors in getting him an early lead. But it, it looked for a little while when the uh, the Rangers tied it up for about sixty seconds. It looked like, uh, oh great, here we go again. Um, this wild team maybe is not going to be able to overcome this level of adversity, and uh, maybe we'll see a result similar to what we've seen over the last handful of games. But I think we saw the team finally kind of say, you know, enough's enough. We got to just one of these games. We got to just take care of business and um, and do it ourselves. And so you saw the team get Talbot some goals back, show that they've got his back, and uh, he didn't let him down uh, the rest of the way. I was I was wondering, in that game against the Stars, it, it was surprising to me just how much time uh, Talbot ended up playing. And I know a lot of that time was with the uh, the Stars having the game well in hand. At the end of the day, though, I wonder if that stretch was just enough to uh, to give him enough of a confidence boost to kind of get himself back on track because you know, I saw Russo mention it. I saw a couple of other people mention it as well. Uh, it seemed like Talbot's positioning, especially in that, uh, that Stars game and even uh, in the game against the Rangers, seemed like his positioning was way better. He wasn't playing so far back in his own crease to where, you know, you're having to essentially sprawl out in your own net to uh, to come up with saves. Like, he gave himself some room to work with and just seemed more confident to where, you know, this type of performance hopefully is one that can get him rolling again and uh, then the Wild can uh, can try to do the same for Capo Kakinen. But it's... The, the nature of goaltending is that, you know, it's it's all about your approach. And um, it, it's it's a very much a, um, a near-miss spot on the ice. You can set yourself up for a perfect opportunity to save a puck, but if you are off by a fraction, that can be the difference between a goal – and no goal for the opponent. So hopefully this is uh, is a, a springboard for Talbot to get him back on track. You know, I'm, I'm sounding so hesitant about it because it's just, it, we just have to, we do have to just stay guarded a little bit because like I said, 
if the Wild go to Detroit and they lose that game and they lose to Columbus, then all the strides built in the Rangers game are for nothing. So hopefully having the grief line back and having Talbot uh, getting his confidence back is a step that's going to keep this team going the direction they need to go here to uh, to vault back in because the other benefit of what happened last night is pretty much every team that the Wild were chasing in the uh, the Western Conference playoffs or were close with in points, everybody lost, including the Blues, who lost for, I believe, the fourth game in a row. So... Might have been a pretty good time for the Wild to uh, to have that skid if that is indeed the end of it and uh, they can get back to their winning ways. So um, some uh, notable performances to point out in the win. We should also take a look at the just insane points pace that uh, Kirill Kaprizov and now his uh, teammate Kevin Fiala are on. Wait till you hear these numbers. We'll uh, we'll finish off with a little Kaprizov and Fiala point projection today here on Locked on Wild. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Kevin Fiala had a couple of goals again and uh, just continues to be on an absolute heater over his uh, last several games. In fact... Over his last 24 games, we'll get to why 24 is a significant number here in a second. Over his last 24 games, Kevin Fiala has 13 goals, 17 assists. By that math, 30 points in 24 games. He is now on pace, ladies and gentlemen, for a season that would put him near the top of the list in terms of total points in wild history, he is currently on pace now for 30 goals and 46 assists. He's on pace for a 76-point season. And this, after the start to the year, in which uh, it seemed like it took Fiala forever to get himself going. He finished basically the first two months of the season with three goals. He scored in the first game of the year and then did not score for almost another month. So you take that slow stretch out of out of play. Did the math with a little help. Um, I tried to do the math and the formula did not work whatsoever, which is just, you know, just fantastic. Um, Hideki Nishida on Twitter assisting with uh, some of the uh, the numbers projections because we were trying to figure out what his points pace is with Matt Boldy on that line. That's where the 24 games comes in handy because that's the number of games that Boldy has played with the Wild, and Fiala has basically been there every step of the way with him on that line. So the points pace for Fiala with Matt Boldy on the team is over 100. He's on pace through those 82 games. If you take the sample size with Matt Boldy and you stretch it out, 
to an 82-game season. Fiala is on pace for over 44 goals and over 58 assists, 102.5 points per 82 games with Matt Boldy as his line mate. Kirill Kaprizov, by that same token, who now has 71 points in 55 games, is on pace for 106 points, 42 goals, 64 assists. He's already moved himself into the top five all-time for the Wild in single-season points totals. He's already done it with 55 games played on the season. This this is going to go down for Kaprizov. Well, here's, and here's the crazy thing. We figured that Kirill Kaprizov was going to do this, was going to continue to rise after uh, a sensational season last year. So he is going to back up winning the Calder Trophy by shattering the team record for points in a season. Not a bad encore. But Kevin Fiala is going to slide himself, if he continues on this pace, he's going to slide himself into the top five as well. So you have two guys that are right around 25 that will be heading into the offseason with career seasons for themselves, but also career seasons amongst wild history. Something to think about. Just uh, fascinating to see how this is going to play out uh, for the Minnesota Wilds in the offseason because one of those guys, Mr. Kevin Fiala, is going to have a contract situation come due here relatively soon. And you're not going to be able to take him to arbitration again and uh, get him to stick around long-term. So every point, every goal, every assist for Fiala drives his price up a little bit more. So fun to see those guys continuing to carry this team and continuing to push themselves towards all-time great Minnesota Wild seasons. That'll be one that we take a look at in the offseason is some of the other seasons that should stack up amongst the greatest this franchise has ever seen. But um, just continuing to absolutely scorch uh, are those two, and uh, hopefully they can keep it going here throughout uh, the last few months of the uh, of the season and uh, can push it, you know, Pushing into into the playoffs for uh, maybe a game or uh, or nine or ten um, somewhere in there. So a great win by and large for the Minnesota Wild over the New York Rangers. A nice bounce back for the team, and you know, in just kind of wrapping things up today. Really happy for Cam Talbot getting the bounce back performance because you know as much as it's been pointed out and. I myself have been critical of his performance over the uh, the past handful of games. As much as he, it's much as it's been pointed out on social media, he is very aware of uh, of how he has been playing over the last ten games, and so glad to see him get a uh, a nice bounce back performance. But as we said, this bounce back is only as good as how the team plays in their next game against Detroit which we will take a look at a little more in-depth tomorrow 
on Lockdown Wild. That is going to wrap it up for today's show, though. So now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you head over to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert for your fantasy league. Locked On Fantasy Hockey is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Just like Locked On Wilds, we are free and available wherever you want to listen, anytime you want to listen. So make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform today. Also, social media, we're available wherever you uh, take in your social media. So uh, make sure to give us a follow on those platforms. Make sure to vote in the Locked On Madness Tournament currently going underway. Uh, so that you can uh, help us determine who the greatest Minnesota Wild player is ever. Uh, We will continue to keep you up to date with everything going on to the trade deadline um, and uh, with Wild games pretty much every other night. We'll uh, keep you up to date on that as well. If a puck drops or some big news breaks here in the state of hockey, Lockdown Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.